Welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast. This is episode 1091, my interview with Cohen Garon, and we're discussing online dating and how to improve your chances. Hey, Cohen, welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast. Great to have you here today. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. It's, um, it's good to have you, and this is going to be a very interesting um, conversation today. One that I think the audience, most of the audience, will probably be very interested to um, listening to. Um, because you're the founder of Hovalo, uh, Hovalo, which is a online, not a dating app, but you help manage people's dating apps. Is that right? Yes, that's exactly correct. So instead of starting everything from scratch, what we just use is we use the database and use the database of the big dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. So because um, the, the the benefit is that you have access to people, right? When it comes to dating apps, the power of the dating app is purely of the users that are there. So that's what we uh, do for clients. We manage their dating profiles for them. <laughs> what a great idea. Because um, as you said, you work with professionals, entrepreneurs, um, people that potentially lead busy schedules. And yet you mentioned a really interesting fact to me just before we got on the show here. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you said that most people on average spend 45 hours a month on dating apps. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. The research was done by okcupid.com, which is a dating uh, platform. But yeah, the average user just spends a lot of time and it's not actually that difficult to get to the 45 hours. It's like one and a half hours a day. So there's some swiping, some 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 texting going on there and it very easily can go up to one and a half hours per day and some people are even more on it. So if you're a very visual schedule and that's actually also the reason why I started this business is because if you're doing a lot of things in your life, the last thing that you want to do is have 45 hours per month going to something that um, you often don't enjoy because that's the reality as well. Most online dating users actually don't like dating, online dating. Yes, no. Uh, I've recently experienced it myself and uh, I can testify to that. Um, interesting, because I heard recently that the average American, I don't know what the figures are like in the rest of the world, but probably very similar here in Australia, uh, spend about two hours a day scrolling through social media. Um, so potentially yeah. people on dating apps are spending more time on dating apps than they are on social media. Yeah, and it's it's in some ways it's actually similar when you think about it because um, you get the dopamine hits from social media. You also get them from dating apps because you can just swipe and meet a new person and then you can swipe again and meet a new person. So that's also where a lot of the time waste comes in is that you just have a situation where um, you can just be swiping and swiping purely for dopamine hits and trying to get the next date and try to get the next date. What are your thoughts on that, the dopamine? I know you talk about how you know dopamine can sort of ruin our lives or, or control our lives. It's, I think it's a dangerous uh, dangerous aspect when it comes to online dating because um, you have access to this vast pool, right? And that's not how humans used to operate for the last thousands of years we used to always have tribes where you have access to let's say between five and maximum let's say five thousand people if you're in living in a big city back in the days but most of the time it was fairly small number of people that you have access to so then you just pick the one that you think is most compatible and then you just stick with that right but you live if you live in a big city you live in sydney you live in new york you live in london how many millions of people do you have access to and then it constantly rotates and and people come out of the dating scene and get back in there so you can just endlessly date people so that can be addicted to certain people because yeah you just you're looking for meeting that new person, looking for meeting that perfect person. But in reality, um, even if you find that perfect person, that perfect person might not want to date you long term. Mm. 
It's interesting world that we live in now with um with dating in general and and you know um like just talking from experience going through divorce uh, or separation um that's more and more common it seems these days as well um yeah. dating apps probably came from a place of you know helping people uh, maybe younger people meet their first love um I'm not sure where that came about but what's your experience with that and how do you think dating apps now affect this world of uh the grass is greener and and I'm going to give up this partner for something maybe better yeah um it's a it's a double-edged sword on a lot mm. of different aspects because when you look at the data as well um, over 40 percent of all new relationships come from online dating so it's the main driver of all new relationships at least over uh, what over biggest driver biggest over driver 40 percent so 40 to 50 percent right now well, so it's and, obviously so working then you also have yeah, it, it definitely works. You know, like we have clients that get married from dating apps. We have clients that get a long-term relationship from dating apps. Now, we also have a certain clientele that we just wants to date for a while. Like we also have those, but um, 70% or 75% around that number of the people of our clientele, they are looking for a serious relationship. They're not looking to date and date and date. They just want to find a very um, nice person and a very amazing woman and that they can settle down with. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, and the success of uh, the uh, Hovalo, what, what is the percentage mm. there? Do you have figures around that? Yeah, as far it, as helping it depends, right? Because yeah, it it depends on because there's so many different variables um, um, that you have to take into consideration, right? So how good is the client pro, client's profile? Does he want to spend all the energy and time that is required in order to upgrade his profile? Because there's a bunch of things that we can do, right? We edit photos, we make them look better, all that kind of stuff. But in general. They need to get photos taken sometimes because the photos are just not up to par to the standard that we would like them to have. And then it's also if 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 a guy is let's say morbidly obese, weighing let's say four hundred pounds, like like that client can want to have a girlfriend that's like a Victoria's Secret model, but that's never going to work right. out. Right. So there yeah. there's always like a um, balance. It's, it's in. Yeah, there's a balance. You need to see like what is the person offering, what is the client offering, and what can we manage to get him been within that scope. And it's also like where do you live? If you live in a small town with fifteen thousand people, and 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 there of those fifteen thousand people, there's maybe like a couple hundred on a dating app in in your um, radius of uh, like fifty miles. It's going to be ten times harder than when I have a client who lives in a bigger city with at least five hundred thousand people. So that's also a big, big factor. Like where do you live? How good is your profile? And what are your requirements? Those are the top three. And if we have calls, I have calls with prospects and they tell me, hey, I want this and this and this. I live here, et cetera, et cetera. And I can see how they look. And if those things don't add up, I'm not going to take those people on as clients because I just know that it's going to not work out. And in the end, like they're going to be disappointed because I cannot deliver the things that they want to get. Mm, mm. It's um yeah, it's, it's a tricky one for you to do that because as you said earlier, um, a lot of people on dating apps don't actually like dating apps, um, but they're on there obviously for a reason. That dopamine hit must keep them on there, I assume, um, more more frequent than they perhaps need to be or want to be. Um, I think most of the, uh, the people who are on dating apps are there because they are looking for something there. So you kind of have two categories. You have the categories of people that are just looking for something, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have like the serial daters, right? You have those people that have been single for five years, often like a very successful with online dating who are good looking, have a good profile, know what to say, all those kind of things. And then you have, and that have time to put into the dating apps. 
And those people will just date and date and date and date and date. I had, I was living in Bangkok and one of my friends who was living in Bangkok, I think he had like 10 dates scheduled in one week, 10. So that's more than one every day. So there were like three days where he had a date set at like six and a date set at nine. So there is a bunch of people who date extreme amounts because the average um, male on dating apps is not getting that high volume of like matches to actually do that. So that, that's a lot of men are are dissatisfied with the amount of matches that they're getting and the quality that they're getting because their profile is bad and they don't know how online dating works. Yeah, so that seems to be a bit of a flaw in the, the dating app system where you have these, these and you, we're talking about men more so than women, uh, and I assume your clientele is more so men than women. Um, yes. But with, with these dating apps, there seems to be this divergent where you've got these, like you said, men that are maybe good looking, um, successful, whatever it might yeah. be doing all these dates and these other men on there that are, that are trying to, you know, connect with women, but just having no luck at all. Um, and that, that must be a big um, difference. I would assume like there's yeah, probably a, and the, like and, a 5% and, top men category that are doing all the dates and the rest of them aren't doing yeah. anything. And then the worst part is then you will have um, females, uh, women that will go on dates with those serial dater guys that are amazing, rich, handsome, et cetera, et cetera. And they just see those girls or those women as like a one-time experience. And then those women think, well, okay, I've had this guy. I've had, let's say, Leonardo DiCaprio type of standard for one night. Therefore, I want that as my next boyfriend. While yeah. at the same time, they're overweight and not successful and not nice people. And like the guy would never date them because there's a big difference. You'd, different between um, a man choosing you for one night versus a man choosing to spend his rest of his life like the criteria go like up enormously you can have that that's the same thing with like you will have men and women that are in a relationship and let's rate them both like an eight the guy would have the ability to cheat on that uh, woman with like a six and even though that girl would be or that woman would be a lot less attractive he would just have his urges and that's why he would go through it with that, but he would never stick with that six. He would never like um, break up his wife to 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 um, to be with that six. And but that six might think, hey, I slept with this guy that was an eight. Therefore, my next boyfriend should be that. So there's wow. like that, there's a downside if you're not aware of those kind of things. Yeah. As as a female, if you're not aware of those kind of things, then it can be very tricky. That's that's what you see a lot on TikTok as well. You see all these women that have standards that are up here and at the same time, well, they don't have that much to offer and what men find important is like looks and personality and like those are kind of like the main factors. But if you look at what is important for a guy, you kind of have so much more that you can develop. So that's that's also like a good element, right? As a man, you can you develop yourself to so much more and offer so much more value. You can, of course, you can also have looks and you can also have the character. But as a man, often a lot of comedians are male, and that works very well. You have um, amazing uh, comedians that are extremely funny, extremely not attractive, but they still end up with the hottest girls purely because they can entertain the woman to such an extent that the woman is like. This guy is hella funny. I want to hang out with him more, you know? And then before you know it, it's locked down and they're in a relationship together. So there, as a man, you can develop your personality and, and who you are to a greater extent, I think, than as a, as, as a female or as a woman. Okay. So it seems like these dating apps could be causing a lot of frustration amongst men and women um, for those reasons Definitely. you mentioned. Um, I mean, they seem quite a bit superficial too. Do you find that there's a bit of a flaw there that you know people are jumping on there and really... Um, just going for looks. And then I have heard comments from people that are, are go on these dating apps that, um, you know, what's on there is not often what's actual. 
um, which can be a bit misleading as well. I sell real estate and, um, you know, I get people coming to houses that we make look really nice online, uh, but may not look as good <laughs> live. Yeah. Do you find yeah, that as an issue? Yeah. You always have a certain level of like a window, uh, window shopping or what's this, uh, window dressing, right? So yeah. there's always an element of like, and definitely uh, females. Uh, for um, women are more experienced with using Photoshop, using manipulation, using makeup. There's a lot of manipulation going on, but in general, um, there's ways to go about it, right? You, for example, you could have a video call mm. before dating her, and then you can already see if she's actually like not how she really looks on the, on, on the dating photos. Okay. So what, let's talk some tips on, on dating apps. Um, again, you've got a, a great website there that people can go to. Um, is that just Havalo.com? Yep. Havalo.com. Yes, Havalo.com. Um, so people can, can go over there to, to check it out um, if they're interested in your services, but give us some tips on, on dating apps, people that are out there, uh, maybe on dating apps already or, or about to get on some dating apps. Um, other particular dating apps we should get on and then once we're there what's the best thing we can do to help our success yeah in general when you live in most places of the western world um if you're looking for a serious relationship it's going to be bumble and hinge those are the two mm -hmm. apps depends a little bit on location which one is is better some locations are still on tinder but most um, apps have or most people have moved to bumble and hinge and then it's kind of like two things are important. One is your profile, which is often overlooked by a lot of men. Hire a professional photographer to get some professional photos being shot. That, that's the main key that is important for your profile. Um, even if you're horrible at writing your bio and your prompts and, and writing all the things, the information on your profile, if your photos are good, you'll get away with a lot more. So getting good photos taken. If you don't have the budget for a professional photographer, go with um, a friend who takes photos, but don't make the selfies. Stay away from selfies. Don't upload them. Just invest some time and energy and potential money into getting proper photos taken. Once okay. that section is covered, then you need to do the texting. So you do need to spend a certain amount of, of going back and forth, making sure that you keep up with people. Another very important tip, which is horrible to do, but actually works it's like following up just like with sales and business and you name it you need to follow up so if a girl doesn't reply to you um in 24 hours to 48 hours we always send another message and if they don't reply after that we even send up another message and uh, it goes crazy <laughs> but like women have on average between 20 to 100 times more matches and conversations going on than men so when you put yourself in their shoes, they get bombarded by messages, just bombarded. So it's very normal for them to forget yeah, to reply sense. to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So some good yeah, photos, so get rid of the selfies, yes. um, write, write your bio and your prompts, send some time there. And then um, once you do start connecting with women, make sure you follow up and pursue. Yes. Yeah. Have, have interesting conversation. Try to stay away with all the, the the most boring things try to spice things up and make it a little bit more fun and interesting for them to to talk to you because they just have so many more conversations it's kind of important that you're able to capture their um capture their interest you know so it's uh, saying things that are a little bit more interesting is going to help you a lot more versus 
saying bland things and doing the same thing over and over. So test, for example, with the opening, test what works and what doesn't work. When you open, when you when you first open interaction, make a remark about her profile, one of her pictures, try to stay away from the most generic things. So do like the second thing on your list of things that you notice about her photos and then tease a little bit, go back and forth and that will help. One framework that we that we help that we have that works very well is that you have you have IEA. So I is for interest, the E is for entertainment, and the A is for attraction. So whenever you send a message, it needs to contain one of those elements, right? Um, it, it can be something spicy. So, oh, I noticed something on your profile. If I say to somebody, oh, I noticed something on your profile, they want to know what I noticed about her profile because it's about them. And and that way they are interested, right? So that's the, the, the I part of it. And they have entertainment, right? Being able to tell stories, being able to say say interesting things, use use some humor and stuff like that. And then you have the A for attraction, so come across as the person that she wants to end up with, right? So uh, tell the things that make you interested. Okay, about her profile. Yep, that's the attraction part. Yeah, so the attraction part is um, marking. So you should have a list of the things that make you um, attractive as a human being. So that can be, for example, that you're a business owner or that you do sports or that you have a caring family and those kind of things. And you kind of want to weave them into stories and you want to tell that in like a subtle way, but share who you are, what you find valuable and what she might find interesting. And that mm -hmm. will create value because that way the person thinks, um, oh, this guy is interesting. To give you a prime example, uh, the first day with my uh, with my girlfriend, she was telling me that she met Brad Pitt and then she met Cristiano Ronaldo and all those kind of stories. And I was like, what the heck is this? You know, <laughs> she was just very good at like coming up with things that are like, she works in sales, so it makes sense, you know, but she, she is very good at like, saying those kind of things that, that will the other per will impress the other person but you want to say it in such a way that it comes off as nonchalant and it comes off as right. um not not a show off right people don't yeah, like yeah, show offs yeah. so if you do it in the wrong way you're you're losing points like they will hate you for it right mm. if you're like oh yeah i got a ferrari you know like that that's a bad thing to say you know but um if you say like oh what is your hobby and it's like oh, i like to drive my car around uh, the track that Oh, you have a nice car. Yeah, yeah I got. I bought a Ferrari recently. It's pretty cool. I like it. If you say it in that way, it comes off natural. So that's a big difference for versus dropping your Ferrari keys on on the table, right? So those are kind right. of like differences of like showing your value. So did your partner really meet um or date Brad Pitt and Ronaldo? She met them. She had photos. Um, <laughs> but she's just very good at it because like every interaction she has with uh, with, with people, um, she's very good at like showing off um, the, the the things that um, other people find interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very interesting point. So um, any anything that we're, we're doing wrong or people are doing wrong on dating apps, I mean, you probably just covered some of them um, by what we can do right. But any other points you want to point out as far as what we should stop doing to find... Uh, and next partner and after a couple of messages back and forth try to schedule the date um it's kind of different from person to person some people they will try to schedule the date in the first message that's often not the best course of action and other people they wait a month two months before trying to schedule a date try to figure out a little bit but like both men and women quickly. is there a difference there between men and women like it's it's person related because yeah. um it's very much person related what's the optimal uh, optimal time so and if if it's if if it's too soon for the other person you will probably notice that and the conversation is not lost so don't be afraid to just be like hey you sound interesting let's grab a drink that's it that's the only thing that you need to say 
uh, conversation is closed and then you move it offline. And when once once the person agrees to go out on a date with you, don't go silent. The uh, big important thing, don't go silent until that date happens. Make sure that you send a message every day or every other day so it doesn't go cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. So and and a good transition too. So yeah, getting on the apps, um, obviously having those conversations, sparking up those conversations with the IEA methodology. Uh, and then going on a date, any any tips there, like uh, on, on perhaps where people are getting that wrong as far as the dates or what they should don't be go doing? Din- don't go to dinner. Stop doing no? dinners. One, it saves you money because you don't have to go to expensive places and stuff. Because you're eating, she's eating. There's a lot of like silence. It's a little bit awkward when you're eating in like a restaurant. It's a better activity to do later on. Just go for drinks or go for coffee. One of those two, easy. And then what, what you want to do is like systematize things a little bit. If unless you're an advanced dater, if you're not an advanced dater, make sure that you're comfortable and you keep most of the variables in check. So do the same date over and over again. One of my best friends from back in the days, he used to cook paella. He cooked paella at a lot of different girls, (laughs) but it was his routine. He went to the same supermarket, picked the same food. And then it was very easy because everything was so the same to focus on the interaction, focus on her instead of having to be like, oh, what am I going to eat? And having to think about that, no, do the same thing. And then try to tell a little bit of similar stories. And then you'll notice during the day, hey, this story works well and this story works less ask questions, talk about her past, talk about her future, where is she right now, what are things that she likes about her life, what are things that she doesn't like about her life and that she wants to change. If you cover those things, you have an emotional connection with her and things should go very well. Okay, good tips, mate. You guys are the, the guys at it. So, um, yeah, again, thanks for coming on. You've shared a lot of information for those people on dating apps um, or looking to get on those dating apps. And you provide a service which helps them save that 45 hours a month, which I think is bloody brilliant. Um, how can people best reach out and connect? And, and what are the what are the starting points for them on Hovalo? Yeah, so the way that we have information on our website, hovalo.com, so H-O-V-A-L-O.com. Um, yeah. We have some information regarding photos, et cetera, et cetera. But if people are um, interested in like having us help them out, they can just book a call and we can actually figure out like, hey, what is your current situation? Where would you like to be? And is there any shape or form which we uh, can help? Mm. Yeah, okay, great. Love it. So guys, I'll stick the links in the show notes. Uh, Colin, thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. We send a few people your way. Guys, check it out at thehiddenwire.com. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcast. 
You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link. It helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or, yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is The Hidden Why. My name is Lee Martin Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.